You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily podcast on the Arizona Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Episode 62 of Locked On Cardinals. I am your host, Alex Clancy. Follow me on Twitter, at Clancy's Corner. Check the podcast out at Locked On AZ Cards on Twitter. Uh, Today, I'm going to be giving my overall free agency grade thus far for the Arizona Cardinals, and it's not going to be good. Joining me today, uh, you can check both of us out, myself and Richie Flores on the Freaks on Fox Sports 910 Phoenix. Follow him on Twitter at rflores91. He joins me from time to time on the podcast. Now, before I let him talk, I'm going to give my grade for free agency for the Cardinals. It's a big, fat, stinking F. And with all of the things that was said at the initial press conference, the introductory press conference of Steve Wilkes, the former linebackers coach or defensive coordinator of the uh, Carolina Panthers, came in, said they're going to be aggressive in free agency. It seems as though the opposite were the case. Now, unless aggressive is has different definitions uh, from person to person, which in, in some respects it does, so there's a spectrum, but in regard to actually going out and trying to get free agents, the Cardinals failed. They signed Sam Bradford, one-year 20 mil, 15 mil guaranteed, I believe, with upwards of 20 mil to be made with incentives. Uh, they retained exclusive rights to a couple guys, uh, C.J. Goodwin, uh, Elijah Penny, backup running back. They signed Justin Pugh, an offensive lineman from the New York Giants who missed eight games last year. And their big get at receiver, Richie, Bryce Butler. The, what, fourth best receiver on the Dallas Cowboys last year. He did burn the Cardinals for two catches, 90 yards, and a touchdown. One of his three touchdowns when the Cardinals played Dallas last year. His numbers, 15 catches, 15, uh, 315 receiving yards, would have been good for fifth on the team last year. We're just behind Jermaine Gresham, who had 322 receiving yards. Now, I bring up those numbers because, say this guy had 700 receiving yards on a on a... You know, an aired-out offense scores a lot of points, but no. Bryce Butler didn't have, I think, what is that, 20? I can't even do the math right now, what 300 yards a game would uh, would equate to um, across the course of a season. But that's where we're at. Uh, please have a quarterback drop to us in the draft. That's what the Cardinals fans are saying. Uh, Richie, do you give a great different than mine of a big fat F? I'm very different than you. And here's something I'm going to cop out on this one a little bit because uh, the offseason to this point, although bad, not very good, especially with the signing of Sam Bradford, who's your big splash signing, and you probably won't even get through the entire season this year. I'm going to give him an incomplete. Yes, it's true. Fanboy? No, 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 no. Definitely not. No, here's why I'm getting an incomplete because I think we know what's going on here, which is they're basically – you know, basically putting everything into the draft at this point. And that is going to be how how we look back on and what Steve Kime and Steve Wilkes did in the offseason. Do they go get their quarterback? Do they better their offensive line? Those They do those couple of things with David Johnson in the backfield, get another wide receiver somehow in a trade, whatever. Then we'll be talking about the team a lot differently than we are now. Okay, so... Because I, I look, they especially if you compare them inside the division, they've done nothing. No, and that's and that was going to be my another point that dropped their grade even more. Because say the NFC West didn't do much, okay, just as a whole. And yes, I know that they play eight more games outside of just their division, but 
adding Jimmy Garoppolo into this because he came with, he came into San Francisco on the tail end of last year, and I'm still hesitant on writing the future for Jimmy Garoppolo. He's played five games. We're not going to talk about that this podcast, but they but uh, San Francisco has signed Jimmy Garoppolo, Richard Sherman, okay, Richard Sherman in this offseason. Yes, he's a little bit older, but he's still Richard Sherman. Seattle's kind of punted. It seems like. I'm not sure if at some point they're going to end up trading Russell Wilson. I don't know because they don't have a whole lot going on. They lost Jimmy Graham, uh, etc. The Rams have signed or traded for every big free agent or people that they did we didn't see as potential trade uh, as potential trade bait uh, become there. You know, uh, Brandon Cooks and Dominican Sue, just to name a few. Uh, who else? Akeem Talib, Marcus Peters. They that dropped the Cardinals draft uh, free agency from a D to an F. Because you're going to play them twice a year. No longer are they, ooh, we can split with them. No longer are the San Francisco 49ers, ooh, we can split with them. Now, the, the Seattle is, is a team, ooh, we can win two out of three instead of splitting with them. But they have such a tough schedule in the, up, in the 2018 season that at this juncture, with the things that have been done up to this point, I can't see the Cardinals winning more than six games. Nobody expected them to win eight games last year with David Johnson going out. The defense is a lot better than... Most in the NFC West, I, I I still think in I still think that they could be one and one a with with the Rams. The Rams have a lot of big names, but big names does not a cohesive defense make. They lost Alec Ogletree, arguably their best, uh, mm-hmm. arguably their best, uh, their best linebacker backer, for sure. Yeah, and you, you still have uh, you still have a Robert Quinn, and you have you know Dominic Robert Su- Quinn gone. Oh, no, I, I'm sorry, sorry, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, sorry, yes. I, 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 I make a uh, mistake <laughs> too sometimes. But they have a very good defense. I still think that the Cardinals can keep offenses off the field, but the problem is the Arizona Cardinals offense cannot matriculate the ball down the field through a balanced attack of passing and running that would yield the Cardinals' defense to maintain a, a, a their wind throughout the game because they've got they got tired of towards the end of games many times last year with resulted in many Arizona Cardinals losses that could have been wins if the offense would just stay on the field. And let's segue into Mel Kuyper's, what, 4.0? He had one last week. He has one this week. Last week he had them taking uh, Lamar Jackson. Say what you want about that. We talked about that last week. I don't want to talk about that right now. Now they're, Kuyper and McShay both agreed that the Cardinals are slated to take Jair Alexander, a cornerback from Louisville. This kid is he's gaining traction which I don't know how you can gain traction from the last game played to the draft. Up and down and up and down. Yes, you have your pro day. You have the measurables with the combine. But I, I can't understand that. And I can talk about the farce that is Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper, but I won't. So if I were the Cardinals at this point, I would go defense, 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 offensive line, defense, and wide receiver maybe in the third round if they can. I still, still think they should take Calvin Ridley at 15 so you can actually have a receiver alongside Larry Fitzgerald because – at this point, Fitz has lost half a step. Can't even say he's lost a step. But you're going to need more firepower on the offensive side to help keep the offense on the field. The defense is now the darling of the Cardinals even more than it was last year. So if you need to bolster that to at least have a have a strong arm hold on one side of the ball, I get it. You take your first and second round picks, you draft defensive guys. 
No, I, I 100% agree because, I mean, we talked about this, I think, the last time I joined you, Alex, because maybe that's was Steve Wilkes' plan all along is that he's going to come Run in and, and, defense. and be the defensive guy to counteract the Jimmy Garoppolo's and, and the L.A. Rams and the NFC West. And that's why I like, you know, this Jair Alexander selection. It's because what has been one of the biggest holes on this team for the last, in, basically in the Bruce Arians era, and it's been that corner number two across from Patrick Peterson. Right. And Jair Alexander, if he's everything he's cracked up to be, he could quite possibly be that, which is why I kind of do dig that selection from that perspective, although I still think that they need to find a way to go and draft their quarterback. But, again, we've been over that immensely. But I kind of dig that, though. Either you do either you do the defensive thing from Steve Wilkes' perspective or you go the opposite way, which um, I, I kind of want to see what you think about this, too. Go offensive line. Just stack your offensive line and build around that because that's how a lot of good teams are doing. That's what I've liked about the Rams offseason the last couple of years is when they got they went and got John Sullivan. They're they're probably going to do it again this year. Is they found a way Andrew Whitworth. That's how Jared Goff succeeds is with that offensive line. So what if they do that? Then you keep your quarterback healthy, you keep him upright, and then guess what they can do? It's a lot easier for have have time in the pocket. A lot easier for David Johnson to find holes in the backfield and get him the ball. Yeah, which is probably going to be, which is what Steve Wilkes has kind of wanted to do all along since the first time he stepped to that microphone back in January. Locked on Cardinals podcast. It's a network. Most NBA teams, most NFL teams at this point. I think there's we're stretching into baseball soon. Check out the Locked On Suns podcast. They won their first game in 16 last uh, last night. Uh, the couple guys over there do a really good job. So the Locked On podcast network, believe it or not, is not just made up of the Locked On Cardinals. Just let that sink in for a second. So so check out, just Google Locked on Suns, and it'll take you right to the website. We have a good relationship with FanRag Sports, uh, so you can check it out there as well. But the one way or another, just check out the Locked on Suns podcast. So Richie brought up an interesting point, that offensive line is is another potential option. And, and there's only so many things you can talk about with the first pick that a team has in the first round. If the Cardinals do not draft up to take a quarterback, which is what I hope they do, do not do, they stand pat, there's not going to be a sexy pick there. Most likely, there's not going to be a guy that's drafted. You're going to get oohs and ahs from, you know, just normal fans. Most normal fans don't watch the whole combine. Most normal fans don't read as much as, as we do. There are many different options. You can You could even trade back there. And what if you can get another second-round pick for a team that wants to move up seven or eight spots. You know, I mean, there's, there's a, you have a lot more flexibility at 15 than people think you do. And you don't just have to trade that pick and then two future seconds and a first to move up uh, into the top five to draft the quarterback. I will say this, and I'll continue to say this ad nauseum, just because these are the only four guys coming out at quarterback doesn't mean that they're franchise quarterbacks. Just because they're plated gold at this point does not mean that they are solid gold all the way through. And it's difficult to step back and look at that at times when you see the glitz and glamour of, ooh, Sam Darnold, ooh, Josh Allen. Two guys, one guy led the, led college football in turnovers. The other guy only won seven wins in, in his last season. He only threw 16, 16 touchdowns. Just because these guys are said to be great, it is graded on a curve because they are the only four guys that are quote-unquote quarterback ready for the NFL. So keep that in mind moving forward. So to recap, F, free agency. Richie gives them an incomplete. 
Check us out on the Freaks, Fox Sports 910 Phoenix, 7 to 9, Monday through Friday. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Richie at rflores91. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. The Cardinals did exactly what I thought they would do, which is absolutely nothing in free agency. You got a couple guys for the offensive line, both of which have had major injury concerns in the past. He signed Sam Bradford. Uh, he's had good numbers when he's been healthy. Let's see if he can stay healthy this season. I will tell you one thing. Stevie Wilkes doesn't give a crap that it's Larry Fitzgerald last last year. Steve Kime doesn't give a crap that it's Larry Fitzgerald last year. Because look at what they've surrounded him with. Nothing. Everybody's still expecting David Johnson. Ooh, if he didn't break his hand last year or wrist last year, he would... Uh, you know, he would have had 2,500 all-purpose yards, and we could have rode him to the playoffs. That's not the right way to to run a team. And you are looking at a situation where if you guys don't win games this year, you could franchise David Johnson, but he might not be happy about it. You could have, look at how unhappy Le'Veon Bell is, and they won last year. They won games last year. They made it to the, the you know, they were in the playoffs last year. They're the Steelers. If David David Dodson doesn't owe the Cardinals anything, I will talk about that more. Uh, I don't want to talk about that now, so I'll give them an F. Richie gives them an incomplete. We will see what happens as the draft uh, gets, you know, we get closer to draft time and we can actually break down these players that the Cardinals may draft. Until then, for Richie Flores, I'm Alex Clancy. Check us out on the Freaks, Fox Sports 9, 10, Phoenix, 7 to 9, Monday through Friday. Check you tomorrow.